Hello, my name's Pete, and this is so short distance, sir. Welcome aboard. So, a uh, strange day today in terms of the rumbling Cummings affair. It began with a bit of a bang with a minister from Scotland resigning over it. Uh, but he was the only resignation. I think it's um, in the mid-30s the number of Conservative MPs that have called for um, Boris Johnson to remove Dominic Cummings or for Cummings to resign. Interesting tonight, somebody close to Cummings, who used to be um, Johnson's uh, private secretary, private secretary, which is a kind of role that MPs have to help ministers. Um, he has sent out a message that was shared with Nick Watt from the um, uh, from the from Newsnight, and it basically said, "Bojo Bonson Johnson, Toby Jug." isn't going to change his mind. The whole reason why we won, uh, you know, in December, it's only six months ago, is because it was him and Cummings that masterminded the old get Brexit done, which they, which he um, called GBD. <laughs> this guy, I've forgotten his name, but it's not important. Just some loyal Tory prick. That's all you need to know about him. <laughs> Some MP. Uh, anyway, get Brexit done and levelling up the regions as, um, you know, people that live in London in kind of power call everywhere apart from London the regions, which is incredibly like, you know, Edwardian or Victorian even maybe. And, uh, you know, the other thing as well is to, um, you know, shake up the civil service, I think, is what he was also promising to do, which I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounds a little bit scary. So um, he was saying, you know, there is no way that Bojo is going to get rid of Cummings. And if you continue to, you know, kind of come out against Cummings then it's basically saying you don't have any faith in the Prime Minister. So, you know, watch what you are, watch what you're doing. It's a bit of basically a kind of warning shot to all of the MPs and the Conservative Party saying we need to, you know, kind of cauterise this uh, kind of growing swell of a rebellion. The rebellion is still growing. And apparently the guy whose surname I think is Ross, or maybe that's his first name, the MP that uh, uh, that resigned this morning, apparently he wasn't the type of person to do that, you know. It was quite significant because he wasn't like the kind of no the usual, like for instance, he kind of supported um, Bojo and he was a Brexiteer and, you know, he was kind of seen as a rising star. And in fact, it has had a bit of a kind of shake-up in Scotland where the Scottish Conservative leader did a U-turn and basically kind of realised, like, 
you know, which side of the bread his butter is buttered. Oh, what's that noise? Oh my God, it's Father Christmas. <laughs> it's just landed outside. Father Christmas, Father Christmas, I've been such a good boy all year. Give me all your presents. It's not Father Christmas. I think I dropped some tingly. Some tingle. Did a tinkle. <laughs> anyway, um, where was I about this before fucking Father Christmas turned up? Spoil everything? Father Christmas. Uh, oh, yeah. Back to the thing. So, so Bojo is not going to, you know, get... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Ross. 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 Not the kind of guy, but the leader of the Tory party in Scotland, he apparently did a U-turn. So he realised, you know what, like supporting Cummings is ridiculous. It's not going to do me any favours locally. And old Rossy boy is like, quit, man. Rossy boy's quit. So we better do something quick. Rossy boy, quick, do something quick. And anyway, he changed his mind. He's got this really weird name, like Jasper Squasco or something. Squashy Squash, something like that. I think his name is Squashy Squash. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the leader of the Tory party in Scotland is called Squashy Squash. Just Google it. Uh, you probably know I've got a lot of listeners in Scotland. And I'm sure every single one of my Scottish listeners knows the leader of the Tory party up there in Scotland. Anyway, so we'll see what happens. And, you know, tonight I realised that the kind of power is with those Tory MPs. Like, clearly, it's with those Tory MPs. Because they're the only people that Bojo is going to pay any attention to at all. He doesn't give a fuck about the media. Or, well, actually, that's not true. There's two constituents. The MPs and also the people. And the, the, the um, opinion polls recently, his... Uh, personal uh, opinion levels like popularity poll has, is fucking tanking and for the first time it's minus one like you know negative it's in the negative by one uh, which I think is probably a record like he's only been prime minister for like he won a stonking majority like 80 seats clear six months ago you know and now he's like, <laughs> so that's not good. And he's really not going to like that. And also the other thing is with the opinion polls uh, coming out today saying that one poll came out say, saying 71% of people think that Cummings did break lockdown and 59% think that he should resign. And that's up um, but at the weekend like I think it was on Saturday or maybe Sunday, but I think Saturday, it was 52%. So, you know, that's kind of crept up. Well, not crept up, jumped up, you know, jumped up 7% in a couple of days, you know. And this is after his fucking disastrous turn in the Rose Garden in um, Downing Street. And that, that, of course, is a breach of the civil service um, kind of code of conduct, you know, because this is a private matter to do with Cummings as a civil servant you know he's not even a member of the Tory party and Tim Montgomery was commenting on this piece uh, somewhere that's published tonight 
about how uh, it's in the FT. How, um, you know, Cummings doesn't give a fuck about the Tory party. He just wants to be, he doesn't care. Like, he's not even a member of the Tory party. He doesn't, apparently, like, as this, you know, article argued, if they go down, he doesn't care. He just wants to be in power. You know, that's the thing. So we've got this funny tension at the moment whereby the, like, clearly they have a lot of power, the the Tory MPs, because they're being warned off to kind of act against the Prime Minister and to contact the Prime Minister and say, well, you know what? Maybe you should think again. And so they've got the power and also kind of public opinion, obviously, is a big kind of sway in this, you know. And public opinion, I mean, who knows? You know, the, the sun hasn't come out against Cummings yet and they probably won't now. You know, if there's a kind of... It feels as if, although the rebellion is growing in terms of the numbers, the guy who's like friends with this MP that's kind of, you know, WhatsApping people and included or... Um, Nick Watt was kind of included into the conversation or at least a snapshot was sent to Nick Watt Uh, he was basically obviously kind of like downplaying it and trying to kind of make it into a kind of factional Tory thing you know like some some people in this party uh, who never liked Dominic anyway are like using this as an excuse to get rid of him I mean you know, you could argue against that, but the fact is, which it's very easy to argue against that, but I'm not going to waste my time doing that because it's obvious how you would argue against that. But the fact is that even the, the, you know, they need to kind of do this communication means that they're a bit scared of the Tory MPs. So I wrote to my Tory MP today and I just said, like, you know, this is my situation. I'm a lot luckier than a lot of other people. Um, but, you know, there's no question that, that Cummings should resign. Now, there's a funny part of me that kind of wants him to resign for obvious, like, ethical reasons, yeah? But I, but also, the problem is kind of bigger than that. This is the Cummings effect. is bigger than that. The only way that they could kind of make an example out of Cummings has gone now and Boris Johnson is not the he doesn't have the fucking brains or the capacity to see the danger that everybody predicted and is now happening and the 10 o'clock news is now kind of like running on this uh, kind of inside uh, big hospital in London the Royal Free where they're really scared of a second wave you know as lockdown eases I mean you know, I fucking talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's obvious his plan, even without Cummings, his plan is a fucking disaster zone, you know? I said there's going to be a second wave. This was before Cummings, you know? It just gives all the wrong fucking signals. Stay alert, like, you know, unbelievable. Anyway, and now this fucking joke has come around and what you need is somebody who says, we are going to use him as an example of how people should not act okay he has been given the sack because he did the thing that we are asking you to do the opposite of he did the thing no he didn't do the thing that we're asking you to do get that yeah that way around 
And, you know, but of course they haven't done that. And it's now too late to do that, you know. If he goes, and it's a big if, um, because this guy, you know, the kind of WhatsApp dude, the WhatsApp MP, clearly he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Do you know what I mean? And it kind of like rings true that, like, why would Bojo just get rid of him now? You know, he's spent enough, unless, you know, like it, his opinion polls and, you know, kind of public opinion, like really kind of, you know, hits rock bottom on this. That could be a factor. Or if there's other evidence that comes out that they are like, you know, they, they basically can't kind of get out of. But weirdly, the uh, Durham police revised their statement a couple of minutes before the uh, press conference. And in the revised statement, it talks about how it spoke to the father, Cummings' father. And now it says, we can further confirm that our officer gave no specific advice on coronavirus to any members of the family and that Durham Constabulary deemed that no further action was required in that regard. Which is, um, you know, slightly different from what they were saying where they said previously they had said that they had given, uh, like, reminded them of the guidance. So that's interesting. So, you know, they've basically been kind of got at by number 10 and that's probably why the guy was late, you know, because he was fucking rehearsing his lines and making sure that Doe and Police had got the, got the message. So anyway, yeah, apparently they are investigating. They've been kind of like, people have been getting in contact with Doe and Police saying, yes, we are complaining and we do have some information about his whereabouts. And there was a report yesterday in The Guardian saying that somebody had seen him walking around town. So not just his alibi is that he drove there for his fucking eye test <laughs> to make sure his eye was working. Make sure that the four-year-old's in the back before you do that, by the way. Uh, make sure his eyes are working for, you know, just nip down the road and keep fucking going for 30 miles. Stop at a riverbank. That's a nice one. But so this person, the, the, Cummins said that just on the edge of town, I stopped at the riverbank. And I was feeling sick and I got out and I sat by the river for 15 minutes and then I returned to my car. But apparently this witness, in the, as reported by The Guardian, said that he'd seen him with a group of people in the town. So that's extraordinary. You know, if, if some kind of CCTV or, you know, verifiable footage or something comes out, then, you know, he's nicknamed. Um, so there's a couple of, you know, things that might go the way of making it, uh, you know, untenable even for somebody like Bojo Bonson Johnson to keep this guy on. Having said that, it looks as if he's going to be, they're just going to kind of ride it out, you know. I don't know why, I mean, I don't know really whether public confidence will continue because what uh, will kind of return because of course it's being lost at the moment like it's being leaked out at the moment from a toy point of view but um you know if there is a second peak then it's going to be quite difficult not to call it the Cummings peak you know 
There's a kind of innuendo in there, just like waiting to burst forth, but I'm going to avoid it. Uh, so, you know, and we'll, we'll see. And like I was saying yesterday, you know, that effect, you can totally see it. And it's, um, you know, a bit terrifying because it's given the nod to everyone that kind of couldn't really give a fuck anyway. Like, you know, a bunch of selfish fuckers voted for these pricks in the first place. You know what I mean? A couple of weeks of social distancing and then, ah, fuck it. Like, you know, who cares? It's only old people and disabled people anyway that are going to die from this thing. So what do I give a fuck about them for? You know, that is probably a lot of people's attitude, unfortunately. I mean, how can it not be? Ten years of austerity. Didn't happen by fucking accident. If that happened because time and time and time again, these pricks voted for the fucking Tories. Anyway, having said that, I didn't express those views in the email that I sent to the Tory MP. I was incredibly polite. I obviously didn't in any way hint at my own personal political persuasions. Oh, nice bit of alliteration there, boy. But I did say, you know, even if the 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 uh, like you know going on the basis that Cummings is telling the truth about the Barnard Castle uh, trip, he should be like that is unacceptable behaviour for somebody at the heart of power. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't you should not do that. You know, <laughs> and like my friend uh, Gary Raymond, who's an excellent writer and the editor of the Wales Art Review puts, he puts it brilliantly, but his excuses were not only preposterous, but they were not excuses. They do not exonerate him in any way. Indeed, they implicate him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I totally, absolutely, you'd nail it on the head. Like, this is, I mean, I know that they're in a tricky situation. Like, Christ, like, they know where you're on, but we need to come up with a, why are they in Barnard Castle? And the idea as well, that you, you apparently... Glaxo Smithkline Beecham are based in Barnard Castle. I don't know why they're based there, but they are. Or at least they've got some kind of base there. I don't know if it's the National Headquarters or whatever. And people are saying, oh, no, but they met... Well, that's... He should be doing that. Like, that's his fucking job, you know? Shouldn't he be... Isn't that part of the thing? That he's trying to get people, including drug companies... I mean, we all know that all the, like, you know... Uh, Patterson and fucking this one and that one and this Tory MP and that Tory MP. They're all getting their, like, you know, pockets filled with fucking gold coins out of this malarkey. But, you know, so it's not that controversial that old Cummings might be doing his job up there, you know? So so I don't think there's any kind of, you know, road or any uh, fuel in that... G-S-K story. No, G-S-B story. Glaxo, Smith-Kline, Beecham. Do they call it Smith, Smith-Kline abbreviated to a to an S? Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? Rather than an S-K. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, all the important points uh, on tonight's show. So where are we with this? Well, there's a part of me that wonders, why don't we just hang on to the fucker, you know? Hang on to the fucker. He has, like, he has done his oops moment. But Rick Perry, even Rick Perry knew that the game was up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, 
Dan Quayle never recovered after misspelling potato, okay? Rick Perry never recovered after saying, Oops, I did it again. I can name the three departments of government that I want to get rid of. And I don't think that Cummings is ever going to be, you know, he, he's soiling uh, Bojo's reputation. And very interestingly, I think that this is exactly where the Labour Party are coming from under Sir Keir Starmer. Keir probably would fucking love it if Cummings is still in place uh, by by Wednesday, by next Wednesday. I mean, he would absolutely love it by a week tomorrow, right? That's the next PMQs. I mean, can you imagine Keir Starmer up against Bojo Johnson and that PMQs, you know? And interestingly, all of the other uh, UK parliamentary opposition parties got together, including the Labour Party met them, but all the other ones came out and did a joint letter saying we want him to resign. But if he resigns, then okay, you've got the thing of, well, okay, there's, there's a political thing is that you've got the political win. The kind of bigger thing is that you don't have a psychopath running the country. That's probably good, you know? <laughs> but for in terms of political damage, if you want the political damage to go on, you don't want Cummins to resign, you know? And I, like I say, we don't, I don't know what Bojo or Cummings or any of them can do now to reverse the tide of the loosening of the social distancing, which is evident all around, you know, like we're kind of images of people not social distancing are kind of like everywhere now, you know, and we can see it with our own eyes as we unsocial distance on the streets ourselves, like just kind of dancing with strangers and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, politically, it would be wise if Bojo, from a kind of anti-Tory point of view, if Bojo kept on with the fucker. Nevertheless, I did write to my MP, who is a Tory, and I did say I want him out. But because at the moment, that's where the pressure point is with Bojo. And I would like it for him to feel under intense pressure from inside his own party, you know? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that? Especially if he's not going to back down anyway. Like, you might as well have a really brilliant rebellion and, you know, kind of get everyone fucked off. <laughs> anyway, listen, I uh, don't know, it's probably about nine hours, is it, this episode? How long is it? Oh, for fuck's sake. Right. See you later. I'm so sorry that I'm doing these really long ones. But listen... I keep saying listen as if you're not listening. This is the only thing you're doing. I mean, I know that your other senses are working, you know, unless you've got COVID-19. And if you have, I hope you recover. Um, listen, I really appreciate you listening in and, um, you know, supporting this ongoing endeavour. And I hope you find it entertaining and uh, informative, maybe even. Uh, if you do, if you have a friend who you think you would like this, or maybe even friend plural, then tell them, tell friend plural to listen up and um, do all the things that everyone says to do, please. You know, rate us on Apple and uh, 
do various other things like that. Share it and all the rest of it. Talk about it to people if you wish. All right. Lots of love. I hope you've had a nice day. We've had a nice day. Went out to Dartmoor. Pretty good. It was kind of a bit too hot, really, for my partner's sister, which was a bit rubbish because it was like blazing, like in the midday sun type heat. I mean, not blazing, like 22, you know, but we are English. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was a bit kind of like, oh, what do we do, you know? But anyway, we're all fine and we had a lovely day. All right, lots of love. Bye. Mm-hmm.